This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Everybody, happy Monday. It's your girl Claudia Jordan. We are back with another episode of TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So don't get mad about you being in our stories. If you make yourself trend and you're going to be on our show, you know who you are. All right, sit back, relax, and get ready to sip on this hot tea. Welcome, Al Reynolds. Hey, what's going on, Claudia? Hello, hello. And welcome, Funky Dineva. Happy Monday, everybody. What's up, y'all? Is y'all ever going to let me retire this hand, soulmates? No. <laughs> like, drop down in the comments and let me know if I can retire this hand, soulmates. I've been doing the Vanna White now for three years. We're we going to the fourth year. Vanna's uh, been doing it for 30. Oh, well, you well got if you want to be specific, it's actually more of a prices right hand because okay. the Vanna has touched the letters. We okay. did all of this. Did this. That was, that this. was us. And so then, it's kind of funny yeah. to show that we copied someone. That was what we did right. in 1999. And that's the read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Lord, the lame-ticity of it all. <laughs> and we copied. Okay. Anyways, how was y'all's Halloween weekend? I know Al was uh, in the costume one day. No, I've been in a costume every day since Friday. Uh, Friday, I was light-skinned Jesus, which I was last year on the show. Yesterday, I was an Afro, like a a, um, Black Panther monk. And last night, what was that, Saturday? Yeah. And last night, I was a Black Panther. Oh, okay. Did you get your party on? Did I? Like you said, Claudia, it never lets you down here. It was a lot of fun, a lot of nudity. A oh, lot you're of in like, L.A.? You went to the one on Santa Monica Boulevard? That's not until Tuesday, but uh, yeah. But I was doing parties all weekend. Oh, oh my God. Let me give a shout out. I forgot to give a shout out to Quit, uh, Wiz Khalifa. Man, thank you for the invite. He did an amazing job. I wish I could have brought pictures. He like set up his whole house to be like a haunted house. So your entrance was like all these skeletons and they were like, they were like bigger than life skeletons that you walk down this row. He had a full staff. He had like food stations, drinking stations, hookah stations. He had karaoke who we turned it out at the end of the night. He, he actually participated in karaoke. His kids were there. His friends were there. A couple of artists were there and Amber Rose was there with their young son. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Wiz. I will come every year as long as you have it. Did he invited he invited to his house? Or did yeah, you know, it was like or did you know it was, it was Amber. <laughs> I'm trying to get some tea here. I'm trying to get tea. What's happening? No, no I, Amber was there. She she sang a couple of uh, songs as well, but no, I think he had. I think he was with his other significant other, if I'm not mistaken. But listen, I, I'm not there to catch the tea on this one. I was just simply an attendee at an amazing party. <laughs> okay, hey, we trying to get the tea on this show. That's what the name of the show is about. Uh, uh, Q, did you do anything for for? Um, I know you're not really into. Y'all know I'm a grouch. I didn't do anything. I'm so disconnected from this holiday that I didn't realize that like this weekend was the weekend that everybody dressed was dressing up. So when I went to the bar on Friday, I walked in and everybody was in costume and I looked totally out of place, which was fine because um, I didn't care to dress up. But I just I'm so disconnected from Halloween. I just really don't, I really don't like this holiday. Yeah. I, I'm usually more, I, I get my motivation last minute what to be. And I like to be, like, I usually like to take, get something from the political realm, like a, the political world. But I'm just so over, it, like with the war and everything, I'm just like not really into it. But I'm trying to, because I don't want to let the folks down, because I always do some goofy, a goofy, silly costume. I thought about being Miss Kitty, Dwight Howard's uh, friend. 
Uh, I don't know if I could pull that off though. Like you, you everyone's all sensitive about. If you how do you know? What, how do you know what Miss Kitty looks like? Oh, the it's on my Instagram. <laughs> oh, y'all send it to me. Send me a picture of Miss Kitty. <laughs> you got one on like Indianapolis wig, something mm-hmm. short cuts, you know, with a little swoop and a, a black lingerie and some kitten heels. So I think right now. <laughs> huh? What you say? That's what Miss Kitty looks like. I'm sending it to Al right now. Oh, you yeah, I want to see it. All the soulmates, it. go on my Instagram page. You can see what Miss Kitty <laughs> look like. Miss <laughs> Kitty look like her name. Put it that way. Miss Kitty look like Miss okay, Littlebot. Because why were they saying that Miss Kitty looked like a man dressed in a... That is definitely... Let's get into this whole uh, show. We'll talk about Miss Kitty on the commercial. Like I said, Miss okay. Kitty, Kitty looked like Miss Littlebox. A hot ass mess. Okay. You see the picture. Okay, let's get into yeah. it. Speaking of Halloween, soulmates, if you want your Halloween costume to be featured in our Halloween version of Hit or Miss, let us judge your costume. Make sure you send your name, hometown, and a photo of your costume to TGIF at foxhole.tv. All right, y'all. Drinking or not drinking? What's, what's happening? Not drinking. I did not unlock my better self this weekend. I did not. I did. I fell off the wagon, y'all. Y'all pray for me. I need support. I'm calling on all the soulmates. I fell off the wagon bad this weekend, y'all. Bad. So I'm in here drinking sweet tea. And, and to the soulmates, and Al, you can co-sign. It ain't that he falls off the wagon. It's he don't rock with us drinking on the show. Right, He's drinking every right. night outside exactly. of us. Right, exactly. <laughs> so he, yeah, that's really what it's about. There's no wagon. He's always on that wagon. It's an Amtrak train at this point. It's just like an <laughs> ongoing train that he's on. Uh, Al, you drinking? Uh, yeah, you know me. I'm doing my buttery Chardonnay. I actually get a lot of questions about the buttery Chardonnay in my inbox. I've, I've gotten like maybe 15 so far. And I've tried to share with people my favorites. But um, yeah, buttery Chardonnay gets you exactly where you need to go. All right. I'm not drinking tonight. Today's my first day trying intermittent fasting again because uh, I don't want to get on Ozempic again. So I'm trying to be natural. Why do they keep saying in the chat I should be Nene Leaks for, for um, Halloween? That's I think she'll take, won't yes. she take that as shade if I did that? She'll yes. probably take that as shade. Yes. I'm not going to do that. But wait a minute, Claudia. You 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 hit big this weekend. I want to hear about that story at the casino. Uh, we got a show to do. Oh. When we hear you talking about your stuff, you you <laughs> All right. always want to show uh, we get time, but... actually interesting. Oh, Claudia. I turned 1,000 into 9,000. I'm talking about his ass. Stay out of this, Claudia, because he can make me cuss his ass out on this damn show. Oh, wait, wait. My stuff is interesting, too. It's just not, like, as interesting as you all's. Mine is more business-related. and network. Anyway, we got to go to these topics. <laughs> okay. They're cussing us out in the chat. Let's go. Let's get to work. Okay. Before we start the show, we'd like to send our condolences to the family and friends of actor Matthew Perry. Perry, who was best known for playing Chandler in the sitcom Friends, tragically passed away after drowning at his L.A. home. I'm not going to you first, Funky, because I already saw your Instagram page. We're going to go to Al. Do you have anything to say, Al? Oh, you know, I I felt this was very, very tragic. Um, We know that he passed and he drowned in his jacuzzi. We also know that there's an interesting statistic that about 300 people a year die in their jacuzzi. And a lot of times it is not always drug related or or something like that. A lot of times it's the overheating from the temperature of the jacuzzi. And depending on your medication and depending on what you're doing, you can kind of pass out and fall in and drown. Um, So we can't wait to see what the autopsy says right now. They saying that there's no drugs or alcohol involved, but we'll know after the toxic, I mean, after the autopsy and just in general, he hasn't been looking good lately. So, you know, I don't know what he was going through, but I do 110% send my condolences to him and his family. All right, Q, what do you think? Should I go on to the next? I think I should. Condolences to the family of uh, Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. Okay. Well, TMZ, people were criticizing TMZ. They were saying they were already mentioning the substances that were allegedly found there. So people were kind of mad. Like, can we let it play out? But I'm sure we will give y'all the updates as we find them. Y'all know that damn water and drown. Okay. 
We y'all y'all know that's what allegedly y'all know because stop playing with me. They were so quick to spray Whitney Houston business and have Whitney all laid out. Now all of a sudden they want to protect him. That that man already did an interview and said he was taking fifty five pills a day. Okay, he has a history with substance abuse. Ain't nobody damn dumb. He fifty four years old. If his ass was hot and overheating, he'd have got his big overgrown ass out that damn jacuzzi. That y'all know. <laughs> Y'all see when the toxicology come back. The toxicology will say everything it needs to say. That damn man overdosed and drowned in that damn pool. Go on to the next thing, Claudia. <laughs> oh, that is true. They were quick to release Whitney Houston's team. Let's get into some topics, shall we? Let's go. It's gonna be fun them days, huh? I see what we do. <laughs> okay. Black China recently shared her thoughts on how she felt betrayed by her ex, Tyga, and by the Kardashians when the rapper started dating Kylie Jenner. Now, while discussing her past friendship with Kim, China said, and then her little sister started talking to Tyga, which was kind of crazy because she was underage. And then everybody came at me, started attacking me. It's like nobody's seen the betrayal that was going on behind my back. What are your thoughts on the backlash that China received during that time? Because they did actually, it seemed like it was her fault. The way people were acting cute, what do you think? You know what, the, the backlash that she received at that time definitely was unfair, but you got the master marketer puppeteer, which is Kris Jenner, plus the social media power and the media leverage of all of the Kardashian clan put together against one little, um, it, one little black China or whatever the case may be. Now, I will say this. She's got the right to tell her story, and I know she's doing a rebranding and all of this. Um, I just don't know that I'm ready to relive all this China, Rob, Tiger, Kylie stuff, and who am I to tell somebody they can't tell their story? But I just don't think we want to hear this this stuff anymore. Like, we, we kind of over them, the Kardashians, and all of this drama. Well, I know Al probably wants to hear it because uh, he'd be here for the shenanigans. Al, what do you think about this? Do so you want to hear and about plus, it? Exactly. You know, I love Black Chan. I have to disagree with Funky on this. And let me share with you why. She's going through a rebranding and she's trying to reposition herself. And you know, you have you ever been where there's this, um, this is a prime example of me of when you're going through something at one point in your life and then it finally, it was ugly at that point, and then finally it pays off for you later on. Well, this is paying off for her. This is buying into the narrative that her and her lawyer have come up with. She is showing that she is not only in need of cash, but she is also telling that that father has exhibited poor behavior to the extent of dating underage women, which makes those children at risk. And I find it brilliant. I find it smart and I find it strategic. And it also matches this other narrative that she has going on that she needs money and that she's selling her clothes. She's doing exactly what they told her to do. She's rolling it out exactly how she's supposed to do it. And so far we are buying this whole narrative around black China going through some bad stuff and she needs help. And hopefully this will help her win that case. I know we get sick of people about hearing people's stories, but I try to put myself in their shoes because we may be sick of it, but she never got a chance to really tell her side. She just kind of took the L's because she had a different personality persona back then an image, right? It was, she was a party girl. She was kind of getting in trouble. There was all these kind of scandalous stories about her. And now she's kind of cleaned it all up. Not kind of, she has. So now mm -hmm. she's like, you know what? Now that the air is clear, I'm not high, I'm not, I don't got fillers on my face like that anymore. Let me tell what really went, went down. And I do think that Tyga does not get enough smoke for dating a 16-year-old girl. Let's be That's clear. Right. It just went by like, oh, Tyga and Kylie, she was 16 when they started kicking it. And like it almost was celebrated at the time. And in and, and China... She was the big, bad, bitter black girl that was a stripper that has no class. But really, Tyga is the one that had no class going with the 16 year old who was like they were all. And then again, I would feel very betrayed because her and Kim were friends. Her little sister gets with her fiance. And, and he brought, right. And she brought uh, him in. Right. And he brought yeah. remember he she brought him into the Kardashian fold. If this right? was any other people. We would have been vilifying the the mm -hmm. right people. I mm -hmm. think the right people. Funky, we got any good comments in there? Yeah, we do. So Epic Jackson said Black China is another one we need to leave in 2023. 
uh, Sierra Thompson said, why isn't Tiger being called out for being a predator? And Key Webb says, Black China just needs to come out with a book and get your money up. And you know what, Key Webb, you know what else she need to do? She need to move. I'm sorry. If you, you're going to have a very hard time soliciting sympathy from me when somebody has a $22,000 mortgage or $22,000 rent. Like it, it would seem to me. Oh, that so if, you mean move out of a house? If you need to move, yes, baby. Yeah, I you, you, need move. you need to move. You need to move. If you if you coming up with twenty two thousand dollars every month to pay rent, you don't have a money problem. <laughs> you don't have a money problem. You have a preference problem. You have a lifestyle problem. You have a out of touch with reality problem. But you don't have a money problem, baby. When you make a twenty two hundred twenty two thousand dollar rent or mortgage payments. She's trying to make her point though that she wants that dad to put some money in that spot. That's right. And we plus, all know. Like, yeah, go ahead. Think about think about what Rob lives in. <laughs> it's not a one point five million dollar home. I can promise you that. Think about what Tigger lives in. Yeah. A tiger. It's not a one point five million dollar home. Right. I promise you that. And that child, both of those kids are required to live the exact same lifestyle. Their lifestyle is not supposed to change because of the divorce. So, hey, she's got an argument. I can't wait to see how this plays out in the courts. And I really like how I like how she talks. She comes off. She's very like, I don't Unable. mean to sound. I don't want to sound like how white people say about black. Oh, they're very articulate, speak so well. But I, I enjoy listening to her speak. I really do. I, I, I think she expresses herself really good. So um, people in the chat were saying, oh, no, the age of consent. It's, it was legal in California at 16. I just looked it up. The age of consent is 18 in California. That's what they were doing it, right? Were they in California? Mm hmm. Okay, it's right here, y'all. It's right there. Okay, y'all. Coming up next, find out why a Spelman graduate is receiving backlash. And later, find out what we would do in spooky situations. We'll be right back. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. I was looking at the age of consent in California and other places. Um, Tyga, you can go to Nigeria. The age of consent there is uh, 11 to 12. Sorry, mm -hmm. I know, bad joke. I'm just saying, if you want to really do that, there's places where it's okay. All right, a Spelman graduate by the name of Nanny is receiving mixed reviews after partnering with Nike to design its first ever sneaker collaboration with the HBCU. One person wrote, I ain't even gonna hold you, but Spelman, these sneakers are trash. Another person added, y'all missing the whole concept. The shoes represent the HBCU Spellman, designed by an alumna. That's it. And another wrote, black girl magic, but she want to be a boy. Damn. What are your thoughts on this historic moment, Al? Hey, I'm here for it. I'm really enjoying these activations that they're that these major designers are doing around HBCUs because what they've highlighted and understood is that African Americans spend more money on clues, shoes, and clothes than everybody else, and that if you start the activations and the consumer early, you'll get them all the way for the next sixty or seventy years. Brilliant idea. We saw that Ralph Lauren did this exact same partnership. And they did it with um, uh, Morehouse and Spelman, and they sold out on the first day. And with the Spelman shoe, it's a it's a Nike shoe. I'm a little bit off center as a brand manager. I don't know how many women are wearing Nikes like that. Um, and I think it was short sighted, but I think it's a great opportunity to highlight an African American female designer. And that I've got to applaud Nike for doing. All right, Q, are you gonna be rocking these sneakers? Um, I don't, I don't like the aesthetic of the sneaker, but that doesn't mean it's a bad sneaker. You know, as with anything, art, fashion is all subjective. I may not find it cute. Somebody else may find it cute. So that's not the commentary that I'm going to make. All in all, I think that this is excellent. And as we were going over the stories before the show, I was thinking to myself, how cool would it be like going to freshman orientation on an HBCU campus and like everybody's got on their college gear, everybody's got on the same sneaker that represents your college. Like, I, I, I think it's dope. I can't wait to see a FAMU shoe. I know a FAMU shoe has got to be coming soon. I would love to see when people go to the classic FAMU versus Bethune, all the Bethune students have their shoes on and alumni fam. I think it's a great idea that can create a long lasting partnership and customer base for Nike. 
Supposedly there's already a fam shoe. Okay. Uh, in the in the chat, fan of five says, Q better buy a pair since he bought them dirty homeless looking Converse. <laughs> well, those Balenciagas, they were like a design. Uh-huh. Okay. I think it's a great idea. And I think it's about time they're doing this. I mean, HBCUs have, they didn't just come out now. They've been around for a while. All right. Former NBA player Joe Smith is beyond angry after finding out his wife has an OnlyFans page. Check this out. I have an OnlyFans page, and he's mad because he's just now finding out about it. Of course I'm mad I'm just finding but out about it. I'm not doing it with anybody but myself, so why should I have to tell you my choice, my body, my body? I did a little research on her today. I seen some of her former work. I don't know if y'all have seen it. Mm -hmm. uh, do you think Joe has every right to be upset, Funky? Uh, uh, who wants to go first? I'm sorry. Now, let me let me take this real quick. Let me tell you something. I put her ass out my house, and I'm gonna tell you why. Not because of the OnlyFans, the, the, whatever. For the simple fact that she's got to be over forty, near, near fifty, based on appearance, and I'm not being shady. Okay. Um, what 51 year old woman, wife, and especially wife of a celebrity has their phone on recording while you're having a spat with your spouse for that reason alone, her ass would have to get the hell out of my damn house. We are not equally yoked. Now, what I find concerning about this is that, you know, he must be on a fixed income because when the argument goes on, she was making it seem like there are things financially that she wants to do and she doesn't have the resources to do them. So she had to go out and get money. And that's unfortunate because when you think of somebody being with an NBA player, I don't know how long he played or how good he was. That's just how gay I am. Um, you would think that money just would not be a problem. She could go do the Marjorie Harvey thing. So the fact that she's saying she has to do OnlyFans. Um, you know, it screams that maybe their money is real funny, but I'm just not used to 51 year olds recording marital spouts. And I honestly, y'all, I'm leaning towards the fact that maybe this is a skit or maybe this is a marketing vessel to get people to watch our OnlyFans. I just refuse to believe old people are arguing and then posting the argument on social media. It might be because uh, look, Joe Smith uh, was a first round draft pick. He was played since 95 and he made, he went through $67 million. Now they said that he was on a show recently that uh, Alex Rodriguez helps like helps out athletes that have like fall, come on, fall, come upon hard times. She's a former porn star. And Al, I'm, I'm sure you've seen this. I watched one of her videos today. It was average. Al, what do you think about this? No, you think I, it's I, Listen, I think whether it's a skit or not, he has every right to be upset, but not at his wife for having a OnlyFans page. He should be upset that he married a porn star who wants to go back to her original career to make ends meet. Hey, what's the problem? You've met her on the videos, having sex with other people. Allegedly, now she's just having sex with toys. What is the issue? And the other side of this is, like Claudia said, he went from a number one draft pick to this, and they're having financial problems. And if this is gonna help with the financial problems, I do think the least she could have done was have a conversation with him. But I don't think that's what he's upset about. What he's upset is, is that he thought he made a hoe, a housewife, and that housewife is turning back into a hoe. You know, um, it's hard to believe that this is real. Yep. Like, if you are a porn star, right, I can't even call it porn star. Like I said, I watched some videos today. I was like, Ugh. I only watched one. I was like, this is boring. Um, and someone says, I'm going to overlook that and marry you in such a judgmental society that we have when it comes to women. Like people usually say stuff like, oh, you can't make a hoe into a housewife. Yet we're supposed to make male thoughts and male whores into kings. Listen, that's a whole nother argument for a whole different day. But at the end of the day, he did say, you're the one I want to marry. I want to take a chance on you. Um, I think it's very disrespectful for you to then do something like this behind your husband's back. And, you know, I rock a win when I feel like they're right and I'm going to call them out when I think they're wrong. I think this is, if it was not a skit, sis, you dare wrong for this. You know, you have to know with a, even if your man's a former player from how many years back, someone's going to find this. And if it's not fake, humiliate the hell out of him. Like you never want to put your mate in a position where they're humiliated and they get to find out online and not from you. And I'm sure if you guys are having really bad financial problems, he knows you're, your past of being a porn star, he's got to be more open than most men anyways. So if you had a conversation with him and said, look, babe, I'll, I'll, I'll only do self stuff or I'll change my, whatever. He may have been down. He married your ass. 
And then y'all was also on say yes to the dress. So he's okay with you being out there, right? I just think you fumbled by doing this. Now you, and then are you trying to emasculate him? Like my body, my choice. That is not the attitude to have with someone. They find you, you should say, I'm sorry. Let me turn my camera off. Let's talk about it. I think she's dead wrong for this. I think that was super whack and I cannot, I can't condone it. And your videos are trash, sis. I think I'm more mad about that because I do watch a little porn from time to time. So nasty. But Cash Green said at this junction in life, she should have everything she needs. She's giving greedy attention seeker. And Kara Z said, this is a very good comment from Kara Z. She said, Shawnee line is always open. She better call Shawnee and go in there and get the fighting with Jackie Christie now. That's honest. Wow. I would definitely watch them on Basketball Wives now because now yes. I, I never knew about her. But if anyone is curious and want to go see her videos, her name is Jasmine. Uh, De, hold on. She got the porn name here. I'm sorry. My phone just locked it by me because my phone's not letting me be great right now. I'll be messy. But anyways, there's a few videos. There's only like three of them. Her porn name was um, Yasmin Penn Davis. Yasmin Penn Davis, if you want to see. It's a little foursome scene that she did with Marcus and White Boy. It's other girl. Penn Davis, honey. You can tell the girls that never watched Paris is burning. It's <laughs> Penn Davis. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You you watch a better quality caliber of porn than I do. No, I, Paris is Burning is the great gay documentary. Yeah, I don't watch. I'm not gay. I didn't watch it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I didn't watch it. Right. Oh, my God. Here goes my mother calling my phone. Hold on. All right. It seems like the internet... It seems like interest in being gay is at an all-time high, according to a recent study. Culture Currents Institute reported that Google searches for phrases questioning sexuality and gender, such as am I gay and am I lesbian, have increased by 1,300% over the years. Are you guys surprised? You surprised, Al? Am I surprised? Yeah. Oh, no, no, I don't think, I'm not surprised. One, we have a more progressive society as a whole. Um, plus, you got to think the political states, you know, the, where the super conservative religious, they are the ones who we've learned in, from this study are the ones that's doing the most Googling, like the Utahs, the Oklahomas, um, those types of states. And, and they are, you know, Googling to see where do they fall on the spectrum, if they're on the spectrum at all, after you read the report a little bit more detailed. Um, I think the searches are not confirmations. I think they're curiosity in for understanding of what gay is defined as and what lesbian is defined as. Right. Q, what do you think? I found it, so, to, you know, Al mentioned a, a very funny thing. I found it funny that on just about every list of measurement, Utah came in number one. Right. It's the mm -hmm. state where people, and, you, and for, for those of you guys who don't know why this is important, you know, Utah has a big Mormon population, very conservative, and it's giving, um, it's giving a bunch of re repressed, repressed sexually people um that that's what it's giving me and it's funny because i kind of in the midst of these searches i feel bad for these people who live in these repressive environments where they can't be themselves and that was the more uh sensational thing for this study of me the utahs the oklahomas right. the places the mississippis right. the places like that that rang highest on the search and then also claudia we found on the search that in media, <laughs> we're using words like pansexual. We're using words like fluid. We're using words like bisexual. And those aren't usually terms that are incorporated in those conservative states. They're either gay or they're straight. They're gay or they're lesbians. So people really want to know, like, is gay bisexual? Are you gay if you're bisexual? Are you gay if you're fluid? Are you gay? If you're pansexual, are you gay? If you're cisgender? <laughs> I think this uh, kind of can go towards deading the argument a little bit that exposure somehow makes you gay. I would tend to argue that repression makes you more curious. I remember when I was uh, running track in, um, you know, as a teenager and one of the girls on my track team, her parents were super, super, super strict with her. Like they were like, didn't let her do like even reasonable things as a teenager. She ended up being like the biggest hoe on the track team because the thing that they told her not to do the most, she got curious. Whereas people that just was like, just kind of normal kind of upbringings, it was like, it is what it was. It wasn't so taboo. 
You know, anyways. All right. Coming up next, we have your tea fact of the day. And later, find out what we would do in spooky situations. Keep it locked. Welcome back to TGIF. Listen, before we get to this show, uh, the topics, we like to share some of our life. So, Funky, you had housekeepers come in house. I cannot believe how much they charge you down there. You need to move to Texas. Uh, so, listen, you know, you guys know I had the surgery in the foot. I hadn't cleaned the house in a while, just disorganized. And I finally got a referral from a friend for a new housekeeper. Child Spanish Fish walked into my house. She said, oh. I said, Mommy, I know it's bad. Wait, what did she say? She said, oh. <laughs> I said, Mommy, I know it's bad. I said, I got ready for the gym. I said, how much you going to charge me, Mommy? She said, oh, you want cleaning, laundry, and organized? I said, yeah. She said, oh, oh give me 800 And I felt like she was shortchanging herself. So I said, you know what, Mommy, I'll give you $1,000. i will say this. She cleaned uh, Friday for eight hours. She cleaned today for eight hours, and then she's going to come back and do my room uh, tomorrow. Or I want to make the money you make. That's all I know. I want to make the money. But then after that, after Where that, oh, she's just one twenty-five. After that, I'm wondering. How right. It was messy. I'll send you the video. It was messy. So I, but, it, but, but really, but really, what she's paying for, y'all know, I got a bunch of clothes, the laundry, and it's the organization piece. That's the piece where all the time is going. Like she's a master organizer, so that's really where the money. And you say it's spotless yeah. now, like like yeah, it's like yeah, it's just, it's a model home now. Oh, that feels so mm -hmm. good. Well, okay. Texas, our housekeepers, my house as big as this, it's a hundred and fifty dollars, but they come every two weeks. But they don't have to do much because I keep it pretty clean. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like they're not doing the clothes like they're doing over there. Oh wow. 800 okay all right y'all we can all agree that social media tends to resurface some of the most random facts in pop culture history so it's only fair that we unpack those facts in our tea fact of the day all right i'm sure you guys remember britney spears hit song baby one more time right is that a bop y'all like it yeah i remember it okay well according Excuse to the baby yeah. One more time. Oh, hey, man, hey, hey. Well, according to the producer of the song, Max Martin, he originally pitched the song, pitched the record to the Backstreet Boys and TLC, but both groups turned down the offer. That's when Max decided to play the demo for Britney Spears, who immediately fell in love with a song that would make its way to the number one spot on Billboard's Hot 100 list. What are your thoughts on the T fact of the day? Al, what do you think? Hey, Max Martin is the man. He happens to be a producer that I'm very familiar with. He has more number one hits, no more number one hits as a producer than anyone in the game, more than Quincy Jones, more than Timberland, more than Dr. Dre, more than Babyface. 25 number one songs top the charts consistently since 1998 to 200, 2023. You're right, he's responsible for the TLCs, the Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, Britney Spears, the Bubblegum Popcorn Movement. And today, he's responsible for The Weeknd, uh, uh, Ariana Grande, as well as, um, who else does he work with now? Um, hmm. Oh, uh, Justin Timberlake. Mm. Right. Q, what do you think? You know, I'm glad TLC turned this on now. Although they could have killed it, I think Hit Me Baby One More Time would have been just a little too white for their urban flavor. And, and T-Boss was quoted saying uh, she was not going to say Hit Me Baby One More Time. She was like, you know, TLC <laughs> was about women empowerment and there was just no way you want to get her to say Hit Me Baby One More Time. Although I think you're doing too much, T-Boss, with that. I mean, it didn't mean literally. Um, but, it, you know, hearing that he pitched this song to the Blackstreet Boys. To your point, Al, being responsible for that bubblegum pop movement, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, Maya, Pink, any of those characters from that time could have killed that song. I think the Backstreet Boys could have, could have killed Hit Me Baby one more time as well. And then you gotta remember, this is the funny part about it. Um, he, he's from Sweden, so he had broken English. So he wasn't really saying Hit Me Baby one more time. 
<laughs> but they thought it was saying hit me baby one more time and what was he saying he was saying it was like whatever it was Brit he gave it to Brittany and Brittany kind of like all right something <laughs> I can see that I mean a, that could be a mom okay they're gonna, lock, they're gonna lock her ass up one more time um, <laughs> <laughs> go to the next thing Claudia <laughs> all right let's get back to some more topics okay Y'all, Flavor Flav was not here for the hate. He responded, I can't live my life worried about what people might say about me, but a sure failure if you stop is if you stop trying. Now, what did y'all think about his rendition of the national anthem? And I, that was such a unique idea. Like, I would never have thought Flavor Flav plus national anthem. Q, what do you think? I got to be honest, I didn't see it. I, I saw the backlash, but I did not see the anthem. Did he rap it or did he sing it? Well, I, I, Claudia, he said he sang it. Claudia, that doesn't make much sense. F Flavor Flav is a music prodigy. He learned how to play the piano by himself. He knows how to play 28 instruments. Not only does he know how to sing, he just hasn't done it for a while, but Flavor Flavor, no, I'm sorry. He played 15 instruments. That's right. He but he conducted an orchestra, a live a symphony orchestra of 28 strings. He is a music prodigy that we just don't know. We don't know him for that. We know him for Public Enemy. We know him for Flavor Flav, the, the incredibly uh, crazy TV reality show that I would say that he changed the, the projection of reality television and made many stars from that. And he also used to take vocal lessons. He had a couple of riffs in there. I just think the next time he does it, he needs to practice a little bit harder because this man is a musical star from the bottom of his toe to the tip of his head. Let me tell you who it was better than. It was better than Fergie's. It was better than Carl Lewis's. If you ever get a chance, please. This is horrible. He said, uh-oh. Please, Roseanne, Roseanne. Roseanne, Roseanne's was bad too. <laughs> I think hers was intentionally bad. Yeah. In bestiality news, y'all, a married man in Washington State has been busted after attempting to hire a prostitute to engage in a threesome with him and a miniature horse. Al, can you believe this? The man allegedly wrote the following message to the woman. I want to watch a girl bleep the miniature horse that I have while sitting on my male bleep. Al. <laughs> what is it? I know you went to some crazy a, stuff, Al, but what do you think? I know it's a freaking stuff, but I just, first of all, okay, there's a couple of things about this story that really confused me. Number one, uh, why in the hell does he want a woman to ride him while she is eating? the female horse out that that right there took me that took me all the way out the second thing i want to know is why did he get arrested if it never happened and no money was exchanged uh well you know what it says the man has been charged with patronizing a prostitute and attempted animal cruelty so, you know, I'm guessing that the, seems like a very weak case to me. But yeah, regardless, well, it's disgusting, it's nasty, it's gross. I mean, come on, he should be like thrown under the jail. But he didn't do anything wrong, technically. He was online, he solicited a prostitute. Oh, that's wrong. Soliciting a prostitute is wrong. Yeah, but I thought you had to pay the prostitute. They I said patronize. He, he was moved. He was moonlighting with her. I, I guess that's enough. I thought you had to. I thought you had to meet the prostitute. Hey, this is a good one for the soulmates. I thought in to get arrested for prostitution or soliciting a prostitution, you have to meet the prostitute and you have to take them to where the engagement is going to happen. Somebody get in that, get down in that chat and let me know if I'm right or wrong about that. You know, it, it, it's funny because I've never been into the animal thing. I, I can't even bring myself to watch that type of uh, porno or anything. However, let's just for the sake of argument, pretend like my mind did want to go there. Mm. I could understand, you know, somebody wanting to play with the animal phallus, but to want a woman to stick her face in the vagina of a horse, side to side. Like what, where, where is that? Begin 
and, and I love oral sex, but I could only begin to imagine what the inside of a horse vagina smells like, looks like. Oh, Claudia, what's your thoughts on that? That's nasty. Um, okay. Back when the internet first came out, I looked at a lot of wild stuff online. There was a video of a guy that actually died from having sex with a horse called Mr. Horse. Mr. Hands, look it up. It's very hard. It was in uh, Washington State. It was legal. The penis was the biggest thing I've ever seen in my life. It was three feet long. A horse's vagina has got to be that and a little bit more. No, she's a little, she's a little teeny horse. <laughs> okay, so maybe her vagina's a foot and a half deep. <laughs> a foot and a half deep. And you want a woman to put her face in that. Can you imagine? The smell and the taste. The juices. Uh, Y'all are gross. The, no, the horse ain't gross. washing and douching. Guys are gross. Not that douching is good for you. Mm. But, uh, there's enough people out there before you get bored to stop messing with animals. Oh, Chicky said, smells like fish, Hugh. I don't know what it smells like. I don't like. know. It smells it's like Halloween. Not, why don't you just get a, a, a bigger woman to dress up in a horse, a horse outfit? That would have been more fun. Mm. I really, I really don't like humans anymore. I, I really, the more we do stories, the more I'm like, I don't like you people anymore. Not y'all, but just humans. They just gross. Ugh. Okay, keep it locked because uh, coming up next, we. I want to spit right now. We're going to find out what we would do in spooky situations. that can't be worse than that horse thing. And later we are playing a fun game of emoji me this. Keep it locked and leave them little baby horses alone. Miniature horses. We'll be back. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry about that last story. We just, like I said, we, you the people pick what y'all may trend. So it ain't us. It's on y'all. All right. Welcome back to the show. Soulmates. Have you ever thought about what, how you would handle yourselves if you were placed in the middle of an unexpected situation? Well, we'd like for you to chime in in our Halloween version of hashtag, what would you do? All right, y'all, what would you do if you and your significant other were being chased by Jason from the Friday the 13th franchise? Would you leave them behind and save yourself? Or would you sacrifice your life to protect them. Uh, let me go to the chat and see why y'all answering these questions. And what would you, you gonna leave them behind and, and save yourself or you gonna sacrifice yourself to, to save them? Uh, who am I saving? Your significant other. Oh love. yeah, no, I'll, 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 I would stay behind and fight. You stay behind? I would stay behind and fight. Okay. Not you. me, girl. <laughs> Not me, girl. <laughs> Bitch, if you get with me, you better know how to fight and shoot. I'm sorry, my fight or flight response will kick in, and I would be in survival mode. Bitch, if you can't keep up, Jason gonna get your ass. But I'm not. I don't have children. I repeat, I do not have children, so I don't think that I'll be laying my life on the line for any damn body. <laughs> uh, people saying leave them. Shellwell said run. People still kind of tripping about that horse story. Say so it said never again. Talked about them horses up again. <laughs> Why I gotta die? <laughs> uh, Keith say pl splashing said track star. They <laughs> leaving. Bye. Save myself. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Uh, Christine R said I would stroke out and die. Okay. <laughs> All right. What would you do if a trick or treater cursed you out for handing them candy instead of money on Halloween? Would you curse them out back or politely? Apologize for the inconvenience. Of course, Q, when it comes to cursing our kids, uh, fighting uh, them, uh, I'm going to you first. I cuss their little ass out and I knock that damn bucket out of their hand. That's what I do. Candy, <laughs> bitch, candy will be all over that damn front porch. It'll be tussy rolls all up and down that damn walkway. Y'all know that's one thing I don't play with is no loud mouth, disrespectful ass kids. And I don't care whose children that they are. I cuss <laughs> back at kids. I chastise kids in public. I tell kids to stop running when they running through the store. I'm real old school with it. So, yeah, I'll probably knock that damn candy out in their hand and cuss their ass back out. <laughs> okay, Al. Um, and chat. Chime in the chat so I can read some of y'all's chats. Al, what would you do? I can't believe people would be that arrogant. Like, you gave me candy instead of money. Money? Is that what they do right. now? Uh -huh. They get money? 
I personally would probably take the water hose that's near the front door where I water my flowers and I'll spray their ass off the lawn. <laughs> I would, yeah, there's no way in hell I'd allow some kid to cuss me out because I gave them yeah. one thing. I don't have to give you anything. Mm-hmm. Lucky my light was on and I opened the door in these scary times. <laughs> Let's see the, uh, they said, out uh i'm leaving okay yeah they, they <laughs> oh, yeah stay strong said i like funky i fight kids okay <laughs> you're starting a trend all right what would you do if you spotted someone rocking the same costume as you at a halloween party would you strut past them like a bad beat or confront them about you know kind of copying you or being the same comment uh, costume um al uh, so that happened that happened uh at Wiz Khalif's birthday party i had on I think I had on a Pope and he was a priest. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's, he was a, I had on a Pope uh, uh, costume and he was a priest. And if I'm not mistaken, the Pope, is, I mean, no, I had on a monk outfit and he was a priest. I think the the monk trumps the priest, if I'm not mistaken. So okay. I told him, I said, told him to bow down and I'll pray for him or something like that. Did he bow down to you? Yeah, he was funny. It was all fun. In your monk cape? Yeah. On his knees? <laughs> I'm still trying to get tea from that party now. Al. He didn't get on his knees. I feel like there's more tea here. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to leave you alone. Cute. Someone have the same costume? Halloween is lighthearted. I'd probably walk up to him and be like, bitch, I ought to throw some fruit punch on your on your outfit. Just joking <laughs> or whatever. And we and we probably laugh and i probably end up taking pictures with that person all night long. That's kind of how I would roll in a Halloween situation. Anthony Hunter said I would join them and have fun. And Monty Brown being messy said, who is was Khalees? <laughs> <laughs> and Erica Sally says, nope, uh, take a picture with them and keep moving. Have fun. Yeah, okay. Strut past them. Okay. All right. Mixed mix reviews. All right, coming up, we're playing a Halloween edition of Emoji Me This. Stay close. And if you want Al to spill more tea, put some teacups in the tea chat cup. about this party. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. Al, no. Don't, don't be texting me stuff like that during the show. <laughs> don't say what it is. All right, y'all. Since tomorrow is Halloween, we're going to play a festive game of Emoji Me This and try to guess some popular horror films based on emoji clues. Are y'all ready to play the Halloween edition of Emoji Me This? Let's emoji do it. Emoji Me This. All right, cute. I was going to say cue the music. Cue the music. You always get these right. All right, let's see the first emoji clue. Oh, it's a vampire in Brooklyn. Vampire in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Look at Al. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, where was the Brooklyn sign? Well, uh, New York. That was. Oh, I guess that's supposed to be this. We're supposed to have, okay, we have a black male, female vampire blood and the statue of uh, Liberty. Okay, got it. All right, next. All right. <laughs> Next, we have an emoji that looks surprised. A white female, a telephone, a knife, and blood. Can you guess the horror film? Ugh. Scream? I think that, um, Fatal Attraction? No, there's blood, there's an aura. There's blood. And a phone. White chick calling somebody. Oh, scream! That's scream, right? That's I scream. scream. What do you think, Al? I don't okay, know. we have. Okay, we let's see it. Reveal. Yeah. Okay. Scream. Okay. A little struggly there. All right. Now we have uh, next one. A piece of candy. And oh, girl, a you can stop talking, Candy Man. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. That's Candy That's Man. Found the Caprini Green Project down to the Chicago. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Okay, next one. We have a white female emoji, a white female running emoji, a white male with a knife, blood, and a house. Can you guess the movie? Good. Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street? No. Oh, yeah. Ugh. I, I, I know what you did last summer, maybe? I have no oh, idea. Right? Halloween. Oh, Halloween. Y'all should have put some pumpkins in there. Some Y'all jack-o'-lanterns or something. 
Y'all trying to play us, make us look dumb. All right. All right, what about this? A film, okay. A clown, red balloon, a cloud with rain, and a white boy. Is that it? I think Alan, it's it. Think. I have no idea. There you go. You got it. Okay. All right. All right. The next clue is an animated movie. We have a skeleton, a suit, the moon, pumpkins. A oh, I know this. It's a, what's this? What's this? There's white things in the air. What's this? What's this? There's white things everywhere. What is it called? Um, ah, crap. What's this? What's this? It's a Tim Burton movie. Tim, Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. Yes. Good job. You're good at this. All right. Last, we have an emoji with a zipper across the mouth, a butterfly, and three lambs. Can you guess them? Sleeping of the lamb. Silence of the lamb. I, Silence of the lamb. Yeah. That was, a, that was loosely based on a true story. Silence was it really? Yeah. Well, that and the Chainsaw Massacre films came from a, an, another serial killer that uh, they got that stuff from. Oh, All right. Wow. Well, that was fun. Okay, so listen, tomorrow's Halloween. We have a little bit of time left. We can chit chat a little bit. Funky, I know you like the Scrooge, but then you're gonna show up looking like probably all great. Uh, Al, we know you love dress it up. I'm yes. kind of like, eh, I don't have any motivation. I really need some suggestions. Y'all wanna give each other suggestions? Al, you got your costume, right? You're all set? Yeah, I'm set. So it's me. What would you like to see me and Q do? Do you have any recommendations for us? I gave you my recommendation. Q, why don't you be Dwight Howard? I'll be Miss Kitty. Okay, because that don't require me to put no clothes on. So good. You're gonna make your shoulders look real big. A goatee. That's a possibility. What else can we be? Alive and grateful to be gainfully employed. Y'all get off my line with this Halloween stuff. I just don't have time. I don't like it. If you used to put dress up all the time, though. Yeah, right. it involved so a check. I used to get paid three to five thousand. You get paid for this. You know, I'm real bare minimum these days. Oh my god! <laughs> Did you pay that maid eight hundred dollars a house? Okay. <laughs> Let me thank Al Reynolds and Funky Daddy for doing that thing tonight. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Make sure you watch the repeat tomorrow. Like it. Stay tuned for Fox Souls Face Up. We'll see you tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So, mate, send your pictures so we can see oh, you. Yeah. Bye, yeah, bye, 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 bye,